Welcome back to the Beef Up Front Podcast. This is your host, Ryan Coyle. And today I am back with a NBA mock draft as we are recording this uh, Tuesday afternoon around 4 o'clock. Uh, the draft is scheduled to be had on Wednesday night at 7.30. Uh, so I'm going to run through the entire first round of the mock draft and just give a little tidbit on each pick and each player that gets selected. Uh, and then over on my Twitter, you'll be able to access uh, my entire mock draft round one and two. Uh, so we've had a lot of trades. There could be some more movement before uh, the draft tomorrow night. And, you know, once the draft starts off and there's always some trades with some players and some draft picks that go on there. Uh, so there could be some movement. Don't take this uh, dra- mock draft I have here for concrete. But we should be pretty set in terms of most of the first round draft picks going forward. And uh, we'll get right into it. First pick of the NBA draft is the Minnesota Timberwolves. I have them selecting Anthony Edwards, guard from Georgia. Uh, I believe he is the best pure scorer in the draft. I think he can make an impact from all three levels on offense, and he has the best chance, I believe, out of anyone in this draft to be a a multiple-time all-star. A lot of questions about his want and his, uh, his motor that he brings to the table throughout the course of a game, but He's got all the raw talent, and, you know, if he gets with the right system, with the right coaches, uh, the right guys around him to push him to be the best, I think he has all-star potential and a really NBA-ready body, uh, dynamic scorer. I think he's going to be an impact player. Second overall pick is the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Weird to see them up here after some injuries last year to Steph and Clay. Uh, They fall to number two in the draft, and I have them taking uh, LaMelo Ball, guard – American kid, played overseas, though. He's definitely the best passer in the draft, I think you can say. Uh, He can score the ball as well. He struggles to to make the three ball at a high clip, but uh, he's a kid who I I think has a good work ethic, and he has has been able to showcase some range, but not that consistently. Uh, I think allowing Steph Curry and Klay Thompson to play off the ball more and more as their career goes on Will, will benefit them in the Warriors franchise going forward and uh, putting the ball in ball's hands going forward, uh, being able to set up the offense and really orchestrate that up-tempo uh, pace of play that the Golden State Warriors want to play. I think it will benefit Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, and they'll be able to get the most out of LaMelo's passing ability. Third overall pick, uh, the Charlotte Hornets. I have them selecting center James Wiseman out of Memphis, uh, a high-flying big man with shot-blocking ability. Uh, already a pretty good offensive game, an NBA-ready body, uh, a lot of defensive ability as well. Uh, he'll, he'll become a day-one starter for Charlotte in the front court and has all-star potential going forward as well. Uh, thing with him is he's really limited on offense uh, outside of the lane to you know reach the ceiling of an elite-type player. I think he needs to be able to expand his offensive uh, ability. Fourth overall pick. Chicago Bulls take Denny Avid uh, forward out of Israel. He's Avid is a guy who has a, a lot of positional versatility. Uh, the Bulls are in position, I think, to just take the best player available here. And this is a draft that really, I think, outside of the top three, lacks a lot of future All Stars. You'll see some very, you know, good players, some high level role players come out of this draft, I believe. And Avid, I think, is the best guy outside of those three guys who I think could be uh, some potential few of the potential all-stars. He has that positional versatility. As I said, that the NBA craves these days, 
a good passer, uh, can handle the ball in the open court at 6'9". Uh, would give the, the Bulls another nice player to that young core they have with, you know, Zach Levine, uh, Laurie Markkinen, Wendell Carter, uh, Colby White. Uh, just keep building that core, I think. Take the best player available, and I feel like Avita is the best uh, at this spot. Next pick, the Cleveland Cavaliers. I have them taking Obi Toppin, forward out of Dayton, stays in Ohio uh, with this pick. The Cavs really need an impact player in the front court. Uh, Andre Drummond is on the roster right now. I think he only has one year left, uh, and Toppin's more of a four. Uh, I think his ability to be a player in the pick and roll, as well in the pick and pop game, uh, will make him an ideal selection here. Uh, Cleveland, the past few drafts, has invested in guards and uh, Darius Garland and Colin Sexton. So I think adding a, a nice front court piece, a guy who I think you're going to be able to rely on on the offensive end, will be a work in progress on the defensive end. <clears throat> but other than that, I, I think he's he's a solid player and a pretty safe pick to you know be a productive guy going forward. Uh, our next pick is the Atlanta Hawks at number six overall. Have them selecting Tyrese Halliburton, the guard out of Iowa State. Uh, you know, a six-five-six-six guard who I think will be able to be a secondary ball handler next to Trey Young uh, at six-six with very good length, as I was saying, uh, makes him a good selection here as he he'll be able to play. You know, the two on uh, defense, he'll be able to match up against ones, twos, and threes. I think uh, with his with his size and length, uh, pretty good player in the open floor as well. Can shoot the ball decently. Uh, Trey Young. It would allow him to, you know, play off the ball more and use uh, his shooting ability to its fullest, fullest extent. Uh, I like Halliburton here. Uh, seven to the Pistons. Uh, Oyeka Okongwu, center out of USC. My favorite center in the draft, actually. I think he's the next potential Bam out of bio. Uh, he's at six nine. He's got really, you know, good versatility on defense. Uh, Going to be able to switch and uh, cover some guards, I believe. I think he'll be an elite player in the pick-and-roll game when it comes to catching lobs. And he has a better jump shot and a more refined offensive game uh, outside of the lane, I think, than James Wiseman does. So I like his versatility and his uh, upside going forward. Uh, number eight, New York Knicks. I have them taking Killian Hayes, guard out of France. Uh, this is a left-handed, uh, crafty point guard that really excels in the pick-and-roll game. Not much info on him as you know he's an overseas guy, but – the the Knicks have struggled to draft point cards in recent years, uh, and really the point guard is probably other than an elite-level scoring wing, the most important position in the NBA these days. And I feel like the Knicks just got to keep taking some stabs at it until they get it right and hope you know this crafty left-handed guy uh, that excels on the pick-and-roll game that really is prominent in today's NBA uh, will be that guy. Number nine overall pick, Washington Wizards. Have them taking Aaron Naismith, Ford out of Vanderbilt. Uh, definitely the best shooter in the draft, in my opinion. Uh, I think he'll make a deadly combo with Bradley Beal from beyond the arc. Has 3 and D potential at you know 6'6", with another guy with good size and length. Uh, needs to work on his uh, defensive game and his overall offensive game, but his ability to shoot the three ball shot over 52% last year at Vanderbilt from beyond the arc. Those are pretty incredible numbers. <clears throat> uh, that's a day one attribute that he'll be able to impact an NBA game in from uh, – from the start of his Washington Wizards career. Number 10, I have the Phoenix Suns taking Isaac Okora forward out of Auburn, another guy who's a really high-level defender. Uh, you know, he's a 3 and D type of player. That's what they're going to try and mold him into, I believe, uh, in the NBA. Uh, kind of struggles to shoot the three ball right now. His three ball definitely is a work in progress, uh, 
but he's just an elite defender. That's something you can't teach, uh, I think. And the way that the, the Suns are kind of building this roster right now after trading for Chris Paul, uh, that's a an ideal pick, I feel like, where you get a guy who can match up against some of these better Western Conference wings and uh, hope his offensive game comes along. Uh, he'll be able to play, you know, in a rotation with Mikhail Bridges on the wing, guys who can uh, defend really well and hopefully knock down the three ball at a consistent rate. Uh, the 11th pick in the draft, Sadiq Bay out of uh, Villanova to the San Antonio Spurs. Um, Bay really epitomizes that positional versatility uh, and, his, and his ability to shoot the three ball and defend, I think, makes him a very safe pick. He's also had some rapid improvement from high school over his two years of college ball. Uh, has really, I think, bulked up and got into a, an NBA body type. And, and I like what uh, I think he can bring to the table going forward immediately. And a player who's continuing to improve, uh, shot 45% from three last year, uh, has a lot of uh, potential tools to work with. And I like what the Spurs development staff has done with their players over recent years, over the past 20 years, shall I say, uh, makes Bay a good fit there. Sacramento Kings at number 12 take Devin Vassell, guard out of Florida State. Uh, another guy who's one of the best shooters in the draft. Uh, he could be the replacement if Buddy Hield's traded. Buddy Hield's an, a name that's really been floated around this offseason on the on the market. Uh, you pick up a guy in Vassell here who's a very good shooter. Uh, another 3 and D potential guy could replace Hield if he is moved. Uh, 13th overall pick is the New Orleans Pelicans, fresh off trading Drew Holiday. Uh, they acquire in this draft pick, Kira Lewis Jr., guard out of Alabama, uh, a very young guard, I believe only 19 years old, upside that is there still, I believe. His shooting really improved over his few years in college. Uh, great speed in the open court. And I think he can be a playmaking guard in the coming years. Uh, he has very good court vision, I believe, too, and he'll be able to, you know, when Zion's doing those rim runs or running down the court, be able to hook him up with lobs and alley-oops that benefits that New Orleans Pelicans roster right now that I think has a lot of high-level athletes that want to get up and down the floor. Now, 14th pick, Boston Celtics take Precious Atuia forward out of Memphis, a high-energy player that can be a double-figure rebounder at the pro level, I think. Reminds me a lot of Montrez Harrell. Uh, plays with extremely high energy, going to try and control the glass, uh, offer some defensive value as well. Uh, a good pick to add to the bench here in Boston, and I think just really improve that roster with this selection. 15th pick, uh, Orlando Magic take guard Tyrese Maxey out of Kentucky, uh, a player that I don't think excelled that well at Kentucky that we expected from him, but I, I like what he has to offer going forward, and I think he could be uh, a lot like Donovan Mitchell in the NBA. When I, when I watch Donovan Mitchell and I watch him, they really remind me of each other. I think he's going to benefit from playing with a team like the Magic where he'll have the ball in his hands a lot, playing alongside a guy like Markel Fultz. Those, those two can both either play on the ball or off the ball, and they'll be able to uh, create for each other. Uh, and really, Maxi, I think, will excel at the next level as like an ISO-type score. This is the guy who I think could be the steal of the draft. Uh, 16th overall pick is the Houston Rockets. They acquired this after a trade with uh, – the Portland Trailblazers for Robert Covington. Uh, Houston takes Patrick Williams here forward out of Florida State. A very raw prospect in terms of uh, skill work, but has an NBA-ready body. Uh, had a 
pretty good freshman year as well at Florida State. And I think he has a lot of potential to grow into another, as we've been saying throughout the show, 3 and D type of player. Uh, his upside is there, though. Very young. I believe just turned 19 years old recently. Uh, and he's a guy who I think if he played on like a different team out of the ACC, maybe like a Wake Forest or a Virginia Tech or something, he's a guy a lot more people will know about. But he was really on a crowded Florida State roster, and I think his best basketball is ahead of him. 17th overall pick, the Minnesota Timberwolves, uh, after selecting Anthony Edwards with the first overall pick, they're going to add a guy to the front court here in Jalen Smith, Ford from Maryland. A very high upside prospect that projects as a stretch big. Uh, he can block shots as well. He definitely needs to add some weight. He's got a pretty slight frame. I believe his nickname is Sticks due to just you know his body being so frail but can really shoot the three ball well at 6'10", 6'11", can block shots, uh, high up, upside prospect that I think you can pair with Carl Anthony Towns in the front court going forward. Uh, 18th overall pick, Dallas Mavericks select Tyrell Terry, the guard out of Stanford. Uh, Terry is regarded as one of the better shooters in the draft, and he I think he would be a very good complement next to Luka in the backcourt for years to come. Uh, you look at Luka, he's – uh, you know, a six 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 seven guard, a big guy who is usually has the ball in his hands. Uh, on the defensive side, that means he can you know he can guard with that size and that length that he has. Uh, he can guard the the two or the three sometimes, allowing Terry to you know guard the one. He's Terry is more of a frail guy, only at six two, about one sixty. Reports are he might be up to about one seventy five now, after some you know pre draft training, uh, really being able to focus on his body. But Terry's the guy who can create for himself, can create for others, and can shoot the ball well. Uh, adding shooters around Luka is going to be key for the Mavs going forward. 19th overall pick, I got the Brooklyn Nets selecting Cole Anthony, guard out of UNC. Uh, another guy like Lewis, who I was saying, a cat quick guard in the open floor. Uh, I think he can learn behind Kyrie Irving and you know be a solid backup for years to come uh, and really play next to Kyrie as well in the backcourt if needed. Uh, once Irving's time there in Brooklyn is done, I could see Anthony taking over. Uh, a prospect I'm very high on. I think he got the short end of the stick in his time at UNC, and I think he's going to be not a very good pro league all-star type, but a guy who sticks around and has like some big games uh, for years to come. Not comparing him to this guy, but uh, don't be surprised if he carves out a type career like Lou Williams, where makes a living, you know, coming off the bench and scoring. Uh, Needs to improve his overall point guard type of play. But I, I like what I see out of Anthony. And going forward, I'm excited to uh, see where he winds up. I have him going to the Nets here. 20th overall pick, uh, Miami Heat selecting Cassius Winston, point guard out of Michigan State. Uh, this is just a, a really prototypical Miami Heat selection, I think. Uh, Cassius Winston really fits right into that Heat, you know, tough nose, uh, hardworking culture. And I think he could be the point guard that follows in Gordon Dragic's footsteps. Uh, if Dragic doesn't come back this offseason, Winston, I feel like, is a guy who could start in the NBA from day one. He's just playing at Michigan State these past four, four years. He's a really experienced guy, uh, can do it all on the floor, I believe, uh, can shoot the ball. Just his size is his one you know, downside of him and not being that athletic. But he's just a guy I think will stick in the league and be able to get it done. Uh, Dragic does come back. He'll be Winston will be a great point guard. Uh in the backup role in Miami, I think, behind him as well. Uh, 21, I have the Philadelphia 76ers selecting Josh Green out of Arizona. 
the Sixers are really in need of a desperate are in desperate need of a guy who can create off the bounce uh, on the perimeter and also be able to defend. And Josh Green at 6'6", I think, can do that. Uh, his shot is definitely a work in progress. But the potential is there to be another 3 and D prospect. Uh, but as of right now, he can – I think he can create his own shot at the next level, uh, can thrive in some ISO situations as well. And he's a pretty high-level athlete. We'll be able to get up and down – He's a guy, if the Sixers do decide under Doc Rivers to play Ben Simmons at the point guard going forward, uh, I think Green's a guy that you can play next to him and you know have him work on and off the ball. 22, uh, Denver Nuggets selecting Jaden McDaniels for it out of Washington. Uh, a very high upside guy with a lot of question marks. So the Nuggets have shown they like taking risk on these high-risk, high-reward prospects such as Bull Bull and Michael Porter Jr. Uh, these past few, few years, Porter Jr., Really came alive in the bubble, and Bull Bull showed some uh, showed some flashes as well. Uh, McDaniel's really fits that billing, and with a, a Denver roster that's pretty established right now, coming off a Western Conference Finals trip, uh, look for them to you know take a swing on a guy like McDaniel's here. Uh, Twenty three, we have the Utah Jazz selecting Trey Jones, a guard out of Duke, very similar player to Cassius Winston. I feel like uh, a very safe pick here. That's uh, low risk and has a very high floor. Uh, Jones is going to be able to take care of the ball, run the show on offense, and be a playmaker off the bench if need be, uh, or even like a low-end starting point guard for years to come. Uh, Utah needs a, a guy like that, I think, behind Mike Conley as of right now. And Conley's been a pretty injury-prone guy, I think, over these recent years. Uh, that's a, a guy who Trey Jones, I think, can really fill in his shoes going forward. Next pick, 24th overall pick, Milwaukee Bucks selecting uh, – after trading for Drew Holiday, uh, they're really set at the point guard spot, I think. But I have them taking Theo Maladon, a guard out of France here. Uh, this is a team, you know, as I was just saying, with, uh, with a roster full of players, uh, a title contending type team. They're going to take a young guy that won't be forced to contribute right away. <clears throat> uh, might even stay overseas and play in France still. Or just come over here and play in the G League. <clears throat> a guard who has pretty good size, at, I believe 6'4". Overseas people say that he is a, a high potential guard who could uh, be a factor in the NBA down the line. I like him going to the Bucks here. As I was saying, not going to be forced to play right away. We'll be able to learn, uh, even if they get him over to America, just in the G League or you know sitting on the bench learning from Drew Holiday. 25, uh, Oklahoma City Thunder. Have them selecting Tyler Bay for out of Colorado. Uh, a player I'm really high on, Pac-12 Defensive of the Player of the Year last year. A uh, player who can step in right away and be a lockdown defender from day one in the NBA, I feel like. Uh, can also shoot the ball. Another, yet again, 3 and D guy. The big thing in this draft, I think there's a lot of those type of players uh, this year. So Bay to the Thunder here as they're lo really looking to rebuild after, you know, trading Russell Westbrook last year. Uh, Paul George just traded Chris Paul the other day. Uh, get another young player in here to help to uh, develop and build the that young roster that they have out there. Uh, 26 overall, Boston Celtics selecting Alexei Pokasevsky. Uh, definitely didn't say that right, but a center forward type guy out of Serbia, uh, 6'11", 7 foot, high upside prospect that can really take his time developing overseas with this loaded, uh, pretty loaded Boston roster full of uh, veteran players. Pokasevsky really needs to add some strength and develop that uh, his physical – Part of his body, uh, part of his game, excuse me, and he's 
definitely one of the higher upside prospects in this draft class, but definitely not ready to compete on an NBA floor right now. Uh, 27th overall pick, we have the New York Knicks selecting Desmond Bain, guard out of TCU. Uh, regarded as one of the better 3 and D prospects in the draft, an older player graduated from college from TCU after his senior year. Uh, so he's not one of those younger guys that you're you know taking a risk on. I feel like you know what you're getting out of Bain here. Uh, one of the safer picks, I think, in this draft. That would be a welcome addition to the Knicks' young core under their new uh, management and you know coaching staff. Uh, 28, we have the Thunder picking after a trade with the Los Angeles Lakers. I have them taking Grant Riller here, guard out of Charleston, a guy who can come in uh, right away, score the ball, and contribute at the next level. Uh, with you know Dennis Schroeder being traded to the Lakers in this pick, uh, and also trading away Chris Paul, there's some needs in the backcourt that are going to be there. And uh, Riller, a guy who's like 23 years old, I believe already, a pretty older prospect, but another player. As I was saying, with like kind of like Trey Jones. Uh, Cassius Winston, Desmond Bain, Tyler Bay. I feel like you know what you're getting out of these guys. Not really any of them are going to be superstar players, but very solid players for years to come. And I think Riller, uh, an ISO scorer, will be able to excel at the NBA uh, at getting his own shot off and will be a nice piece for that Thunder team as they enter a rebuild. 29, Toronto Raptors selecting Nico Mannion, guard out of Arizona. Uh, this guy is a top level was a top level recruit coming out of high school, uh, produced at a solid level in his lone year at Arizona. But I think he needs some time to develop, uh, definitely physically. Uh, he can step in behind Kyle Lowry and try and fill the void left by Fred VanVleet, who probably is going to route uh, this offseason in free agency to a team uh, who's willing to pay him big money to be a starting point guard. Uh, but Mannion will, I think, be able to step in behind uh, Kyle Lowry and, you know, play some minutes here and there uh, as a guy who can score but needs to get better, I think, athletically. He has some type of uh, sneaky athleticism with, you know, being a 6'5 guard. He can can throw down in the lane, but I think defensively uh, he needs to work on his lateral movement, uh, becoming a better defender, and, you know, guard guarding the ball uh, at the next level to really be a solid, uh, you know, backup to a low-level starter. He'll be able to learn from Lowry, uh, step in and play some minutes that I said left by Van Vliet. But going forward, uh, he really projects, I think, as as a backup type point guard. But uh, definitely has some some uh, room to develop and improve his game. I I think his career is far from over. Uh, was a projected lottery pick at the beginning of the year. Uh, really fell down the draft board. But I I like where. It, he lands in this spot with Toronto and think they're really great at developing their players and can get the most out of him. All right. And then 30th overall, we had the Boston Celtics selecting RJ Hampton guard, uh, another American kid that went and played over in Australia, uh, a high level athlete with untapped potential. Uh, Boston could use a, a high level athlete guard, I think in their backcourt behind Kemba Walker. Uh, this is a team loaded with draft picks can afford to take some risk or potentially even just trade some of these picks. Don't expect Boston to keep all their picks in the draft. Uh, But I really like the potential of Hampton and can learn behind Kemba Walker, a guard who I believe sent a three- or four-year deal. Uh, So he's going to have some time to learn behind him. But Walker's getting older. I believe he's over 30 years old now. Uh, So Hampton could be the future point guard for the Celtics. Uh, 
but le- being able to learn behind a, a true pros, a true true's pro pro behind uh, Kemba Walker will really be able to help him in his development going forward. But that'll do it for the first round of uh, our mock draft. As I said earlier, if you want to check out all the picks from uh, the first and second round, you can head over to my Twitter at RyanCoto35. I will be posting that mock draft in full uh, shortly and uh, excited to finally uh, check out this NBA draft. A long delay, really supposed to be back in June, but due to the pandemic, here we are in November. Uh, it'll be November 18th. Uh, looking forward to watching it and seeing where some of these guys land. But thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we will talk to you guys soon.